and I love the camaraderie of it. And, you know, it's just a really special community. And obviously, it's, it's a delicious community to boot. So it's a, it's a win-win all the way around for me. Hi, this is Michael Simon, and you're on the road with Dane at WGN. 720 WGN High atop Chicago in the Skyline Studios. We get into summer, people are enjoying festivals, cookouts, backyard barbecues, and for the competition world, the season is in full swing and the stakes are high. Excited to have on the line an Iron Chef who knows his way around a barbecue pit, a restaurant, and of course making tasty television. It's Food Network superstar and Cleveland's culinary hometown hero, the one and only Chef Michael Simon. Welcome to WGN. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so I got to tell you, as many fans as you have for all the things you do in the food and the restaurant, of course, the entertainment side, there is not one, and I'm using the air quotes, a celebrity chef that has more respect and street cred in the barbecue community than you. I mean, for all the fine dining accolades and accomplishments, deep down, I mean, you're a barbecue guy. Yeah, you know, I, I just love the process of it, and I love the camaraderie of it, and, you know, it's just a really special community, and... Obviously, it's it's a delicious community to boot, so it's a, it's a win-win all the way around for me. Right. There's no, like, traveling a competitive asparagus league or anything like that. If there was, right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not like, on the, the Fiddlehead Fern Committee kind of thing. <laughs> right. I mean, they have their fans, and no disrespect to those fine people. They're doing a great job. So you've done a lot of shows, a lot of successful shows, where barbecue's been, like, a focus. But this is the first one where you're really shining a light on the big part of the barbecue world with the competition side highlighting you know some of those great events like iconic settings and also some of those top and very entertaining personalities the stars of the barbecue world yeah you know it's it's been really fun for me because in the barbecue world i do it in restaurants and you know like i don't really travel that that barbecue circuit even though i you know know most of the people on it for 15 20 years or more you know but to see how they're going about their business in the competitive barbecue environment, you know, competition style barbecue and how it's slightly different than maybe if they have restaurants, what they serve in the restaurant. It's, it's really interesting to me. And it's, you know, the great thing about it is even though they are competing against each other, there's still this wonderful sense of community. Um, and they, they look out for each other and they take care of each other. And, you know, it's a, it's a special group of people putting out really amazing food and, the viewer at home really kind of gets to see a like behind the closed door look at how these competitions work and they get to learn a lot about barbecue along the way too yeah as, as many people feel like they know barbecue and of course they do it in their backyards like this side of it is you know unless you're in on it it's kind of unknown and so this was kind of a brave thing and so on the food side obviously it's there the personnel as we know i've been in and around it you know i've judged the jack and covered the royal and and all those guys so and again i'm familiar with them from making a television for you knowing a little bit about it was that a challenge because there's that educational piece on here it isn't just show something beautiful and then have a couple of people judging like you had to kind of educate people on that whole world. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, a lot of these competitions, you know, they're not even like open to the public competitions. There's there's 70 to 100 teams competing against each other in a field with judges like that's it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's not like they're selling barbecue to, to people coming up. They're just all there for the competition of that weekend. So it's 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 wild. And, and it's how do they make things a little bit more juicy? How do they get flavors amped up a touch? How do they, you know, what's going to set them apart from the other 
70, 80, 90, 100 people that they're cooking against. And they all have tricks, but they all share them, uh, you know, which is, I think, really interesting. And it's how they kind of look out for each other. They're not like, oh, I do it this way. I'm not going to let anybody see. And so America kind of gets to see into that also and and see some of those tricks that, that they could use in their backyard if they want. We've talked about it before, you know, on the Iron Chef side and all those accolades on the fine dining side. And you have as much respect for the pitmasters in the process as anybody because it isn't easy. It may seem casual and approachable just because of the settings and the people and the personalities. But it's tough because and you look at you had Brad Leiniger, who's, you know, one of the best out there, too. They have a whole barbecue league channel where they've got every single lesson. They'll show you everything. So it's not necessarily even... The secret, it's right, executing. you got to be able to do it. Oh, you got to be able to do it. And so much has changed in the world of food in that sense. It's like, you know, when I was a young cook coming up, if you had a dish at a restaurant that you loved, the only way that you're going to learn how to make that dish is if you go work for that chef. Or if you have a really good friend who is maybe working in that kitchen and you could compare notes. You know, there was no internet and this and that and people showing, you know, it just didn't exist. But now... Everybody could see how to do it. It's a matter of can you do it, you know, and whether it's Brad or Myron or all these great pitmasters out there, Joe Pierce, and, you know, they're all willing to show you how they do it. And I, I think that that is really cool for the people at home to see because I, I think they've seen classes, they took classes, they've done the things, but to really see it in this competitive barbecue world and you know i've been around some of these people for like i said over 20 years so they know that i'm there to show america about how great they are what they do so the viewer at home really gets to see all these little nuances of how to make barbecue better you mentioned it too is you know there isn't a lot of built-in public facing entertainment value typically to a barbecue competition so your general public doesn't necessarily find themselves there but when it comes to whether it's the compelling tension or drama or all of that you know you've been in a lot of high stakes culinary situations i'm not sure if anything compares to kitchen stadium but i know for you know you're there at the at the award ceremony i mean it's it's huge and it's big for them i know memphis in may is coming up on a future episode i don't know that it gets bigger than that so you're able to kind of showcase that side too just how much it means to them oh yeah and it's you know there's obviously cash prizes involved but most of the people doing this they like the cash but they don't want the win they're there for the win and you know in this day and age how often do you see that where it's like they're there purely for the victory like the, the, the cash prize is fine to them but that's not why they're doing it they're doing it for the passion of barbecue and you know, I, I used to tell like some of my chef friends all the time, you know, when you talk about like barbecue and how it feels casual compared to fine dining, for instance. But, you know, if you're cooking a lamb loin in the restaurant from when it hits the pan to when it's in the window is, is 15 minutes, you know, as opposed to you're cooking a brisket and 17 hours later of nurturing it, you have the results. So it to me, and, you know, this isn't taking anything away from, hell, my fine dining side or fine dining chefs, but but the the combination of skill and patience and the ability to nurture 
foods like that is really special to me. You look at, you know, Mabel's being there right in Vegas, so many great restaurants and all of that. Have you seen over the years, based on whether it is maybe more familiarity, maybe it's more flavors and tastes, certainly shows like Barbecue USA, where the level of appreciation, where, where people are able to and, and willing to pay for great barbecue, it's not cheap, but you've seen it kind of rise to that level in the public as far as appreciation. Well, yeah, I think it's really grown to a, a nationwide phenomenon now. It, you know, it used to be, you know, if you wanted great barbecue, you had to go like, you know, there were five regions in the country to get it, basically. But now, you know, there's great barbecue everywhere. I'd make an argument that, you know, hometown barbecue in Red Hook, Brooklyn, is as good as any barbecue restaurant in the world. And New York certainly isn't a place that is known or was known for barbecue. But yet Billy Durney does it. Oh, is good yeah. or better than anyone, you know? It, it's so great. It's so great that you say, let the listeners know we're talking with Chef Michael Simon. He is the star of the new show. Well, one of the many stars, right? Because the barbecue folks are are really prominent in this, too. A Barbecue USA on the Food Network, where you hit on it. Like, in any city, in any big city, there's people doing it in a big way and in a great way, and that is great to see. So people are going to be watching Barbecue USA on the Food Network. It's Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, and, of course, On Demand is streaming at Discovery+. Plus. But uh, giving the people more, Michael Simon is something that you want to do and they want to see. So we want to mention Simon's Dinners, noon on Saturdays, right? So they get a different spin on things. What are you doing there? Well, you know, we are uh, we're actually getting ready to film our fourth season, which is really exciting. It's a show that started basically the first day of lockdown um, in New York with the pandemic. We shot it on an iPhone in my kitchen um, at home. <laughs> um, yes, that's true. Initially for Facebook Live. and. You know, it, it got like, I think, 200 million views over the course of 50 days on Facebook Live. And, you know, then we started shooting it on iPhone initially for the Food Network. And now it's, you know, it's a show. We still shoot it in my backyard. <laughs> and uh, it's a blast to do. We really love it. It's basically me and Lizzie cooking. We call her my niece, but she's like one of my dear friend's daughters. Uh shoots still shoots you know a good chunk of the show on the iphone but we have some other cameras there too for coverage and you know she's a younger like she's 29 so and not like an experienced restaurant tour chef so she asks questions that a lot of the home viewers probably would ask and it's just a blast you know it's uh we have a, a lot of fun doing it it's kind of a no swap out live it happens as it happens type of show yeah it's really great too and you see so much not only does it put it in an approachable situation right there at home and you got lizzie there with it but also the engagement that you have it's kind of built in naturally right from the origins of it with social media and people asking questions it's really it's kind of like this experience sort of this like group experience show that the fans are a part of yeah you know it, like it's it's funny like during the pandemic we we all learned a little bit more about ourselves and a, a little bit about everything and it's probably a show that Food Network wouldn't have said initially, like, oh, this is the kind of show we want to make. But it was the only show that we could make during the pandemic when, <laughs> right. when you know, it was like, these were the people that were living in my house. So these were the people that did the show. And so it was it was great. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com for that. It's really crazy to see just how many kind of side effects, sort of unintended consequences have come out of the pandemic, where it's people kind of knowing, like you said, like who they are, what they like, what they want, and then even some different changes, right, on the medium for the TV side. Last thing, and one thing that hasn't changed with pandemics, of course, you're a huge Browns fan. As we get towards August, uh, you know, football, you got to be thinking about training camp. I wanted to ask, with all the things you picked up on the road, you mentioned the Pitmasters, and you had lots and lots of great food. Is there any 
anything that you either experienced or picked up that you're going to be building and incorporating into Brown's tailgates coming up this season? Uh, you know, I, one thing that I did get to see a lot of during the course of this was just, you know, the amount of different vessels that people figure out how to smoke things in is always <laughs> amazing to me and blows my mind. You know, some are like, oh, I would do that. Some are like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, th- there's there's a lot of hot and fast barbecue out there right now yeah. that that is incredibly delicious and successful that people are doing in some of these upright barrels and over like direct coals and, you know, that you could incorporate into a tailgate situation because you could just get it done quicker. Yeah. And, and like the super, super last thing you made us think, and I know listeners are going to be thinking about this too, is you saw all of those different cool things. And yet for all the wives out there and even the husbands, right, where someone says, hey, I need 10 grills, not just one. You don't need just a Weber kettle back there. What is like a, the backyard barbecue setup for a Michael Simon? <laughs> Much to my wife's dismay. <laughs> it, it, I mean, okay, here's what, here's what I'm, I'm looking into my backyard now as we speak. I have a 10 foot mill scale offset. Um, I have two fire pits, two different fire pits with, you know, the ability to turn them into open fire cooking grills. I have three Weber's, you know, a a 24 inch, a 48 inch. And the one that is a a little bit kind of like that green egg situation. I have my traveling suitcase nomad, which I love. And actually, they just sent me one, and I'm playing around with it a little bit. And it's a grill that I think Liz is going to love and probably use a little bit more than me. But um, the Spark Grill, which is electric with charcoal. It, yeah, it's got like um, little charcoal like bricks or something that you throw in yeah. there. Yeah, so I mean, I I, uh, I actually smoked a prime rib on there the other day, and it was delicious. And it was like, see, now this is a grill I could use. <laughs> like, I don't want to light up big chunks of wood and all that kind of stuff. Um so yeah, I'm pretty loaded in the back, and I and uh, Joe Paris just sent me a barrel, so I'll be doing playing around with that. Too. You will be the barrel cooking. I, I'm telling you, chef. Like for ribs, a couple, and then you'll know from like Leiniger and those guys, you know, with the gateway drums, like they can cook a brisket in a couple hours, maybe two, three hours. Oh, it's, it's insanity! And, and they're winning the the Jack, the Royal. They're winning oh, Memphis yeah. and May with them. So it's, I mean, it's it's tested and true. It works. No, there. I am very like. Brad and Joe kind of turned me on to them and they like were showing me all the different things that they do. And I'm just like, God, it's just not intuitive to me, but obviously the results are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Well, that's one of the things. Barbecue USA is the show. It's on Monday's Food Network. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. You see barbecue at the highest level, but a lot of teachable moments. Not only you can build into your backyard, but also a lot of stuff you can buy and, uh, and build into your backyard as well. So chef, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks so much for everything you're doing for the shows and everything. Thanks for jumping on the program today. You got it. Thanks for having me.